Good evening. Welcome to the Replenish Me Show. On the Replenish Me Show, we have dynamic, dynamic guests to help female entrepreneurs to stay replenished in their mind, body, spirit, so that they can continue to powerfully impact the world with their purpose and vision. Hello, my name is Cordelia Gaffar, and I'm your hostess. I am an author and a co-author with Oprah Winfrey and America's Leading Ladies, an award-winning speaker, and a transformational business consultant where I help women one-on-one -on -one and with my group coaching programs. Visit my website, CordeliaGaffar.com, to find out more about my world tour, which starts in London, October 2019, and will continue through 2020. Now for tonight's show. Recording now. So I'm super excited to have um, someone who I met at a Sage Levine event earlier this year, and I, I instantly liked her vibration, but when I found out what she did, I was like completely intrigued. So Dr. Susan Lavelle is a personalized wellness doctor and founder of Premier Wellness, although believe it or not, she spent 17 years as a professional ballet dancer. She knew that at the age of six, she wanted to be a physician because even then she wanted to help everyone and her uh, around her feel better. Well, she went to medical school, right? And um, after training in general surgery at Columbia Presbyterian in New York, she, spe she decided to specialize in plastic surgery and did that for 20 years, over 20 years, but began to feel more fulfilled by supporting women to heal from the inside out. So now she's, she specializes in finding customized wellness solutions for busy, overextended women who are merely surviving on caffeine and willpower. So if that sounds like you, you really wanna tune in and whether you want to lose 20 pounds or gain 20 pounds or more, she's the one to help you with her signature way. So welcome to the show, Susan. Thank you so much, Cordelia. Thanks for having me on today. Yeah, I'm going to just turn off my phone because <laughs> not trying to demonstrate at all that I'm a busy woman, but because, <laughs> you know, I have nothing to do. Nothing, nothing. <laughs> Yeah, so this is really great to have you here. Your bio absolutely does not do you justice because you're so much more than that. But um, tell me, how, how did that really look like, you know? The whole, the whole like uh, just, story? Yeah. Well, I mean, remember we were talking in the kitchen. We shared like yeah. um, <laughs> an Airbnb or whatever. And yeah. you were talking, we were making breakfast one morning and you were saying why the, the whole concept of uh, this healing from the inside out was so important to you. So just tell us a little bit more about that. Okay. So, um, you know, as, as you were saying, I was a plastic surgeon for 22 years and I loved it. I mean, I loved being in the operating room. I loved seeing the physical changes that I could make in people and they were happy. I mean, they were absolutely happy. 
But I also come from a family that has, and I, I joke about it, what we call the medical school PPP, piss poor protoplasm. <laughs> <laughs> and what that means is that we just had crap genetics. I mean, three, <laughs> three out of four of my, my grandparents, both of my parents, I mean, just a lot of stuff going on. And so it, it actually happened that I started getting ill myself just from being a physician, forcing myself to be up every day, working every day. You know, some of my cases were six to eight hours long. Um, still having a family at home at that time, I was still raising my kids and trying to do all of this together, you know, that busy woman syndrome, um, I started falling back. You know, I was kind of pushing myself and surviving on that caffeine and pushing myself with the willpower um, and actually had some significant medical issues, mm. developed some clots in my legs that went to my lungs and three times within the course of a year. Mm. And you would think that I would understand that my body was trying to tell me, slow down, start taking care of yourself. But no, no, I would get better and I'd go right back to that same that same schedule. Well, that third time, it knocked me for a loop. I literally couldn't do anything. And, um, you know, so the only thing that I could do was kind of change the way I ate. And that's what I started with. I started mm -hmm. with, you know, because I had moved into interim. I'm originally from New York City. And I'm just going to take a, a step back because this is, you're filming this, you know, right around 9-11. And um, I literally watched the towers fall. I, I heard, the last thing I heard was I literally saw the towers fall. Fall. Okay. Okay. All right. So all, <laughs> sorry about that. So we, we did, um, uh, you know, so it was significant at that point. And we chose at that time after that to move from New York City, from born and raised there to Northeast North Carolina, um, where there was biscuits and fried chicken and gravy. Oh, and we enjoyed it. I mean, we had a great time. But I gained 35 pounds, and I am five two. So you know what that looked yeah. like on me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, you know, so I all of that that medical stuff. I finally said, okay, I need to get my my act back together, and that's when I started eating better. And I actually chose for me the paleo way of eating, which is more you know holistic food and you know fresh meats and seafood and vegetables and things of that sort. And that worked. And that got me about, I'd say about 80% better. Okay. But there was still stuff going on. And so I added yoga, which added a, you know, a movement aspect to it. And then also the mindset, because yoga is not just about, you know, pumping out whatever. It's yeah. also about your mind and your spirit. So that got me about, I would say even 95% better. Wow. Um, but then I developed this weird rash, just full body rash. Hmm. So I was eating right, I was exercising, mindset was really in, in good shape, and this full body rash that literally was so itchy, just everywhere. And I would find myself like literally scratching myself on a, on a wall or something because <laughs> I was so itchy. Long story short, I went traditional medicine, they put me on hydrosteroids, which yeah. did not work, they just made me loopy. <laughs> um, and I said, this is, this is, can't do this. Someone mentioned a functional medicine provider, and within two weeks, she found out that I had a sensitivity to eggs, wow. and I had what they call gut in uh, gut permeability, leaky gut. Mm. 
Yeah. So we worked on those two things and literally in two weeks, something I'd been suffering with for months was gone. And I'm like, why aren't we all doing this? And you know, what, why are we doing all of these have a problem, take a pill kind of things when we could actually fix what was the cause, the root cause. And that's when I started studying the functional medicine thing and going into functional medicine. Yeah. We all have a personal story. That's quite unique. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I like how a lot of times we think all we need to do is get an exercise routine and eat right, right? I mean, we're not all as educated as you are when it comes to you know nutrition, so eating right is relative for the rest of the population, but still, even with all of your expertise, your skin <laughs> expressed <laughs> itself. It was like, and that's not all. <laughs> kind of like Dr. Seuss, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's, and that's the, that's the thing that, that was so exciting to me was that we're all unique. And sometimes what we think is healthy and actually is healthy. I mean, eggs are healthy. Yeah, nothing wrong with them. Um, they, they really aren't. Um, but for me, at that time, it wasn't the right thing. And so that's what I love doing now is finding out where people stand you know, with their unique physiology, with their environment and everything, coming up with their unique plan. Yeah. That's great. So, you know, we're going to take a little bit of a break, but before we get to that, you mentioned one thing. Um, this, you know, your, your interview actually is after um, an interview I've done with Sister Jenna, and she, you know, actually was called by leaders that day to pray for the country. And it's interesting that you were there on the ground experiencing that. So like, I'm just curious, cause you know, I deal with emotions from the emotional respect. How much do you think that played into your weight gain? Cause you might've been still a little bit in survival mold when you get down, when you got down to North Carolina. Oh, absolutely. Um, it, it wasn't even just watching the towers fall. I mean, it, my sister was you know, obviously very close with their next door neighbor, both their, her husband and the next door neighbor's husbands were firemen. Both of them went to the towers and only one of them came back. Mm. So, I mean, it was just story after story like that. People in my church who, you know, were gone forever. And we just knew so many people who had been either affected, you know, through, you know, obviously affected or affected from family members and things. And so, the entire city literally changed. It turned into kind of, excuse me, <coughs> kind of a police state. Mm -hmm. And uh, sorry, sometimes it kind of gets me. <laughs> kind of turned into a police state. Um, and when I say I didn't want to raise my children there, I didn't want to live there anymore. I, you know, it was the entire city changed. And so I think you're probably right. It probably had a lot to do with it because our emotions um, affect our hormones, which affect our weight gain, which affect everything. So you're exactly right. Wow. Well, I'm just glad that you and your family are safe or were safe at that time. And, um, you know, your experience has now helped you to develop something to help many, many people. So thank you. 
we'll be right back and hear more about your case studies. Welcome to Life Coach Radio Network. On Life Coach Radio Network, we have many shows, such as Undivided with Frank Maduri and Money Matters. Every week, tune in live on Wednesday, the first and third Wednesday of the month to enjoy Undivided with Frank Maduri. He has very interesting topics and many things to share. And of course, on the second and fourth Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, enjoy the Replenish Me show. Thank you for listening to Life Coach Radio Network. And we're back. So <laughs> tell me, um, you know, we were just <laughs> a little bit talking off air about some of my interesting um, dates with chocolate cake, but um, tell me about some of the women you work with and, you know, what they date <laughs> or what <laughs> well i will say what i told you it's, it's the whole 80 20 thing you know 80 percent try to be good and the 20 percent do what you want to do and enjoy it and don't feel all guilty about it but thank you all that being <laughs> thank you very much all that being said um I think the, the most, um, most interest, one of the most interesting ones was someone who came to me and she actually came to me first as a plastic surgery patient. This is when I was kind of incorporating the two of them. And it wasn't for cosmetic stuff. It was actually a reconstructive thing. She had a skin cancer. We were taking care of that. Um, and she was just, I just remember she was overweight. She was unhappy with her life. Um, and we kind of dealt with, you know, the plastics part of it. And then when I started doing the more holistic, she kind of popped in back into my, my life and said that she wanted to go through a, you know, a weight loss program with me. And I do have one that's very specific. And it's not, what it does is it actually helps you figure out what it is that you're eating that's causing you to hold on to weight. And that's different for everyone. Yeah. Know? But it's not just the, the food that you're eating, it's also you know, your mindset and, and how you're moving. So we started out and um, it turned out that she was very much addicted to, um, to bread and pasta, which is not unusual for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and so we kind of started backing away from that and we added some things to support her hormones because that's the other thing. When you're, when you're heavier, your hormones aren't working right. And then it just kind of, it spirals into this thing where it just keeps going. So we got her hormones back in order, um, changed what she was eating and found out for her, it was a very specific food. So we dropped that off. And she lost about 20, 30 pounds that first go round. This was about a month or two. Um, but even more exciting than her losing the weight, which was exciting for her. I mean, she was, she'd been yeah, trying for so doing. long to lose it. Even more exciting was that now she had more energy, mm -hmm. she was more focused, and she was more excited about her job and what she was, not her job, so, but her life. And so she actually opened, believe it or not, a CBD store. Nice. <laughs> she had always <laughs> wanted to be an entrepreneur, but didn't have the energy or the, the thought pattern that she could even do it. And so, you know, she started doing that. And between the, the weight loss and getting started with that, she got so much energy back into her life 
that she continued to lose weight. She was back in clothes that she hadn't worn for decades. Right. Um, you know, and was happy with the way she looked, happy with the way she was thinking, and literally has just changed her life with just a few tweaks in what she was doing. So it's stuff like that that's just so exciting um, to see these, these huge changes in what people can do. So the source of her problem was really a specific food. Yes, in her, it was a specific food. Um, and what we do, especially, what we often do is kind of take a lot of the common allergens away. So wheat is one, corn, soy, sometimes dairy. And we may, depending on how you know, involved someone wants to get, we may take a bunch of them away and see how you respond. If you respond well, then we'll start adding them back one by one. And then we see, and we teach some people how to recognize the symptoms in their body. So like, for instance, with me, it was a rash. You know, it had nothing to do or didn't seem to have anything to do with my gut. I didn't bloat, I didn't have issues like that, but I got a rash. So we look and we follow things like that so we can see how someone is responding. That's the gold standard way, you know? If you want to do it fast, we could always do a blood testing test. <laughs> but most people are more than happy to take that time. And it's, I think it's actually more important to take the time to know what your body's actually trying to tell you. I like that. So it's like body awareness and yes. solving yes. the problem at the same time. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So share with me like a story about someone who maybe didn't necessarily have to lose weight, but they were more like adrenal fatigue people. Okay. Um, can I share with you a diabetic? Okay. That really excites that really excites me. <laughs> I should say really excites me, but okay. <laughs> it's like, it really excites me because you can do something about it. That's the thing that that gets me. Whatever. So, um, and this is actually a tough a tough case that demonstrates that it's not just you know what you eat, but also what you think and and what you're doing. So this woman came to me with type one diabetes, and there are two main types of diabetes. There are more than that, but two main types, type one and type two. So type one is usually when you don't have any insulin. That's the hormone that drops your blood sugar. And type two is the one that we often get when we're older and we're eating too much and we gain a lot of weight, and so that's type two. And that's what we call insulin resistance. So um, this woman came with type one. So that means she had to be on insulin or she couldn't survive. But unlike most type one diabetics, she was very heavy, which is very unusual. Usually they don't, they're very thin because their bodies can't absorb sugar. Um, and so you like this blood, this sugar in the, I don't want to get too technical. <laughs> there's sugar in the bloodstream. Yeah. yeah. There's sugar in the bloodstream, but it doesn't get into the cells. So it's like your cells are starving even while there's all the sugar around that's, that's just in the bloodstream. So that's why you need insulin. Insulin's kind of like the police officer that tells the sugar to go into your cell. So she had that going on. But because she was um, essentially addicted to mac and cheese, that was her thing. She, she loves cheese. <laughs> So mac and cheese, cheese, anything that had cheese in it. She literally developed type 2 diabetes on top of type 1. 
So even when she was getting insulin, because she had to take it because she had none, it still wasn't working. And so she was getting heavier and heavier because one of the things insulin does is it makes you develop fat. So she was getting heavier and heavier with the diabetes. And so the first thing we had to do was to have her step back from the foods that were causing her to have type two, you know, and that was the cheese, that was the, you know, the French fries. And so we did, and she literally turned that part of it around. So she was now responsive to the insulin that she was taking for her type one. Um, so those, those levels that she had to take, the amount of injections she had to take, all of those started to decrease. And just that, that alone allowed her to, you know, number one, not need as much insulin to, again, have more energy and just to be healthier. You know? So the fact that she could change that type two and make that completely go away means that most people can do that. You know, so most type two diabetics, and there's a, there's a, you know, a crisis really in our, in our country with people who are developing type two diabetes because of the way we're eating and living and stressing out and things of that sort. So you can change your diet, change again, the way you're thinking, because again, your hormones and your thoughts are all one thing and decrease, um, you know, your need for insulin if you have it and come off medications altogether if you need to. I, I love that. I, I think I saw that post in your group the other day. What's the name of your group again? Uh, Boss Women Wellness. Yes. Boss Women. Boss Women Wellness. Yeah. And so it's for whether you're the boss of your family, your, you know, your small business, your multi-million dollar corporation, we're all out there doing everything for everybody else. So we, this is for us to take time for ourselves and to get ourselves healthiest so we can do and have the impact that we want. Yeah, so that was your question yesterday. It was like, did you know that you can um, avoid or cure uh, type 2 diabetes? Type two I was diabetes. like, what? Yeah. I was going to respond. I was like, I'm going to talk to her tomorrow. I'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, so many people think that once you get that diagnosis that it's a life sentence. And it's not. You know, you can change it within months. So it's, again, it's like, you know, with me, with the steroids and the rash, it's like, why are we doing this when this works so much better? We won't talk about big pharma or anything like that. No. <laughs> no. We don't We're talk listening. about controversial <laughs> topics on the show. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah, there's just, it's, you know, diets and moving some and, and mindset, because mindset is important. Mindset and spirituality is important. And you put those things together and you can cure, or, you know, we can't say cure, but you can reverse so many different things, the expression of so many different things. And prevent, I guess. And prevent. Oh, definitely prevent. Yeah. It's like, um, you know, there's a, there's a chart that started back in, I believe it was like the 60s of America. And it was blue and red. And this is not political blue and red. This was, <laughs> this was healthy blue and red. So blue meant that 15% of the population was you know, healthy at a normal um, weight for their size. And red meant that they weren't. So back then, I think there was maybe only one state. And it was a southern state that was red. 
literally, then they have like this time lapse that goes over the next few years and you see just state by state getting red, 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 red until Colorado was the only state left. Colorado just flipped. So oh, really? it's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> and I was about to say, Colorado, you know why they're in the clear, right? <laughs> we don't talk about controversial things. They're the first state. <laughs> so those munchies. <laughs> and the, you know, so anyway, they're high up in the mountains. They're high. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But that whole, you know, the whole fact that, you know, we have to look at not what pill or medication or drug that we can take to fix this but rather why is it happening and what can we do about it from within to stop it and reverse it? And that's, that's where, we, where we stand. And the, you know, the fact that, that diabetes is rampant is just, I think it's just a symptom of everything that's going on in our country right now. You know, we, how many people do you know are either, are, you know, out walking or exercising or, trying to change their diet. I mean, people are, I think people are actually trying, but we're not seeing the results. And so now we need to take a step back and figure out why aren't we seeing those results? And I think, I think it's because um, we're not finding the unique answer for each person, for each person's unique physiology, because what works for me is not necessarily going to work for you. And so that's why we need to, we need to know. Yeah, because even people would argue, oh, it's the toxins. Oh, it's our phones, right? The, it's the 5G. <laughs> Watch out! <laughs> you know, and I feel like the human body, and I mean, tell me uh, you would know definitively whether I'm right or wrong, but I feel like the human body adapts to whatever environmental uh, traumas are coming at it, right? It's like, okay, you live in a house that has mold. Your immune system is moder moderately, you know, able to protect against this. We're going to change so that you'll be all right. Or you have a really weak immune system. Oh no, watch out, alert system. And then you start getting, is that the way it works? Exactly, exactly. So for instance, um, you know, everybody knows about the gluten sensitivity and uh, that's a big thing, gluten-free and things of that sort. Well, there's a, a specific uh, dis-ease that's called, um, oh, just flow out of my head. Anyway, <laughs> that's related to gluten sensitivity. Um, uh, celiac, thank you. Celiac disease. So about 10 to 20% of people in the population have that gene for celiac disease, but only 1% actually express it. So, you know, it really has to do with not just having the gene, but what's going on in your environment, how much you're triggering it. So like you were saying with the mold, you know, two people can be in that same building. One's gonna suffer, one will be fine. And it's really all our unique physiology. So it's really finding out whatever it is that's triggering you um, and, you know, in your particular uh, substance, substance circumstance. <laughs> I know English sometimes. <laughs> in, in Look, particular. I think you had for breakfast what I had for breakfast. <laughs> I, was I was really struggling this morning. I was trying to say the word pass. 
I was like, we're going to pass the post office. Why was that a tongue twister for me? I was like, we're going to pass the post. <laughs> so, okay. I get it. I'm back. I'm back now. <laughs> but yeah, it's just really all a matter of, you know, our unique physiology and our environment and, you know, what's, what's triggering stuff. That's okay. what ends up with how we react. Yeah. So tell us a little bit. I know I'm going to throw in some terms here that are may or may not be related to what we're talking about, but they're terms that are floating out there. And I just want some clarity for people. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about vocabulary, there's this word epigenetics, right? Mm -hmm. So how much of the way we're eating is altering our genetics? Oh, well. I love that story. I mean, they love the, the whole epigenetics thing. And that's just what I was talking about. What epigenetics means is that we all have, we all have our, our DNA. You know, we got some from dad, we got some from mom, and we have our specific DNA. That doesn't change. But whether a specific gene is turned on or turned off is, is where genetics, where epigenetics comes in. So like I was talking about with celiac disease, um, you may have that gene, but if it's not turned on, you're not going to have the same problems as someone that has it, has it flipped. So the things that can change our epigenetics, one of the big things is inflammation. And that's where what we're eating comes in, into order. So if we're eating things that inflame our body, we're going to then turn our genes on, turn the bad genes on that we don't want on and start having the issues we don't want. So that's where, you know, if you are sensitive to, um, let's say corn, you know, and you, oh, no, let, well, I'm going to take chocolate because we talked about chocolate, chocolate cake. You do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to talk about chocolate cake. So talk about chocolate. What, if you, what if your genes are flipped by the wheat that's in chocolate cake? You know, the combination of chocolate and wheat together. So if you're eating that, um, in your gut, what it does is it opens up these little channels and that chocolate cake gets into your bloodstream, not pieces of it, but the, the components of it. Your body sees that as an invader, it comes to invade it and lots of cells come and that's what makes inflammation. That's why like if you twist your ankle, it swells, that's inflammation. Same thing kind of happens in your body. So uh, if that inflammation is in your gut, you may bloat, you may have changes in your digestion. You won't digest well. If it goes someplace else, you can have headaches. You can have migraines, skin. You can have rashes. You can break out. So depending, or joint pain is very a common thing of inflammation. So really, how it looks can be very different depending on where that inflammation goes in your body. The problem with if you love chocolate cake and you keep eating chocolate cake, you keep inflaming yourself and your those gaps get bigger so it's kind of like this this circular problem where we need to close those gaps which means maybe no chocolate cake for a while i'm trying not to cry right now stop picking <laughs> <laughs> <Sticking> on me <laughs> allow the body to heal and then you can go back to chocolate cake these you, okay. you know saying that that's just a, a you know a, a funny example because we I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's often that the foods that we love the most are the ones that are causing the problem because we eat them more frequently. Of course, yeah. You know, so it's, it's kind of you're, you're stimulating that body over and over and over again. So for instance, I did a, a thing with someone and it was watermelon. Go figure. <laughs> so, you know, it really has nothing to do with whether it's a good food or a bad, although there are some foods you really probably should stay away from, like, you know, cheese fries. But, <laughs> but um, you know, even good foods, what are considered good foods, can cause issues with your unique physiology. And that's the, that's the big thing. And that's what epigenetics is and how food can affect our epigenetics, our genetics. That, that's one funny thing I was saying to, you know, you were saying good food can, you know, be bad for some people. Sometimes I tell people, you know, superfood is not super for everybody. Right. Exactly right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's why you need to, you need to know your own body. And the easiest way to do that is really to just kind of see how you feel. And the thing with, you know, I tell people there are two types of allergies or sensitivities. There's the ones like, you know, some, you're allergic to shrimp or, you know, something like that where you eat it and your face blows up and you know right away you can't eat shrimp. Um, but then there's the other, like, say, for instance, dairy, you know, where you'll eat it. You may be fine today. You may even be fine for the next day, but the third day you blow, you don't feel well. And you don't often make that connection between the ice cream you ate, you know, on Monday and how you feel on Wednesday. So a food diary is actually very, very helpful. You know, if you want to do it on your own, do a food diary and literally write down what you eat and how you feel for several days in a row. And then just kind of figure it out that way. It's really all about listening to your body and what your body's trying to tell you. Is that something that you offer, like a food journal or food diary? Oh, yes. Yes. As a matter of fact, I'm getting ready to take a group of people through a digestive tune-up. So yeah, I'm excited about it. And they'll actually have their app. They'll have an app and they can put down what they're eating. They, they take a little picture of their food um, and then they write down, it will say, you know, how are you feeling? You just check it off. And so we're really following what's going on for the whole period. We're going to do it for a month um, because that's the best way to kind of see what's literally going on and just really getting our digestion back in order because that's really where it all starts. Digestion. Mm -hmm disease begins in the gut, to be honest. Wow, how cool is that? So, you know, um, you made me think of this earlier. Some elements of your program sound a little bit like that, uh, what is it called? Is it Whole Food? Whole 30? Whole the 30? Whole 30, that's what it whole is. Whole 30, yes, yes. Um, so Whole 30 is, is pretty stringent. I mean, it's a wonderful program. Yeah, a little difficult to go through. But the main thing that I tell people that, that's most important is stay away from as much processed foods as you can, eat as much natural food that in its natural form as you can. So if you're going to process something, make it kitchen process. So you're chopping up your potatoes, you know, in, in, your, in your kitchen, as opposed <laughs> to buying French fries. And I, I keep harping back to French, you know, because I love French fries. But <laughs> <laughs> instead of buying them, you know, in the package, the frozen package, just because, you know, there are more chemicals in them, they're, they're fried in oils that are inflammatory, um, just things like that. So you want to do as much as you can in your own kitchen. 
And the thing I, I bring to, to my clients is that it really isn't that much more difficult or expensive to eat healthy and to eat, you know, to eat well. Yeah, I mean, not that I'm really promoting eating out or anything, but for example, this weekend we had like lots of soccer games to go to and a lot of running around. So I didn't have a chance to prepare anything at home. So the short story is I just ran to the store, got uh, bread from the bakery section, got the deli meat from the deli section, and the, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you know, for a fraction of what it would have cost to go and get sandwiches made, we made our own turkey sandwiches. Exactly. And guess what? Nobody fell asleep. My husband was like, what kind of turkey sandwiches are these? I was like, <laughs> real food turkey sandwiches that we made with our hands. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You, if you have the best ingredients, you put the best ingredients together and you feel the best. It's, it's not rocket science. It's so easy um, once you realize what you need to do. Yeah. yeah. And that's just like family on the go with how many did I have? Just for the kids, you know? Just, just for <laughs> <laughs> But I'm saying, you know, because you keep talking about French fries and, you know, we all go to Chick-fil-A or McDonald's mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't. I'm a food snob. But, you know, so if you think that it's easier to stand in that line of 20 cars on a Saturday afternoon or to go and just get the stuff yourself from the deli and have the kids, you know, make their own sandwiches. Exactly. At a picnic table. Hey. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Because what your kids eat and what they like is what you put in front of them when they're small. You know, yeah. I was looking, I was in the grocery store the other day and this woman was like, you know, my, my kids don't really like, they, they love their vegetables. They don't like candy. The other one was like, what? Well, if you never feed them candy until, you know, then they're not going to know it and they're not going to miss it. Yeah. If they eat vegetables when they're young, they're going to enjoy them. So it's all a matter of what you put in front of them while they're still, while they're still growing. Now, and, I'm not going to talk about teen and college years because they're going to eat what they want. But yeah, those first early years, <laughs> they eat what you put in front of them. But, you know, also, I just want to tell moms, don't stress out about, you know, I have a six or seven year old that just loves candy. It can be changed because, you know, I've got six kids. And so my younger kids are seeing what my teenagers are doing that are kind of veering off the path. Yes. But, you know, don't worry about that either. They're going to be bad influences. They go to school, for goodness sake. You're not there. You have no clue what's happening, right? Mm -hmm. And half the teachers have candy jars. <laughs> So, I mean, like for real, mm -hmm. and, um, but my five-year-old, yeah, she'll ask for candy and I don't stress her out about it, but I talk to her and I'm, I ask her, so are you sure that you want candy or would you prefer to have a pear? Because remember when you have too many pieces of candy, you, you know, you feel like this and then she'll stop and she'll think about it and she'll be like, you know what? I did get a headache last time. Can I have a pair? I mean, I, literally, this happened the other day. We had this conversation. And the other thing is, you know, she will kick and scream about the, um, you know, we eat chocolate cake. She will kick and scream. <laughs> Mom, you're having chocolate cake at, at sleeping time. Can I join you? And I'll say, well, you know, Mommy probably shouldn't be having chocolate cake. What do you think Mom could have that's better? Oh, why don't you have some chia seed water with me? Great idea. 
right? So she like corrects me sometimes. Exactly. So, um, but it's just opening up that conversation, right? Yes. Yes. It's all about being aware, you know, and it, and that's the thing. If you're aware of what you're doing and you make the choice to eat whatever you're eating, then that's fine. It's when we do things just willy nilly without thinking about it. You know, that's when we start getting into trouble. Yeah. Eat the, the box of cookies because it's just sitting there versus, you know, deciding, oh, I would like, you know, a couple of these cookies now because I want a couple of these cookies. And that's unless fine. they want to go for a date and then you have to say, okay. That, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has been really great information. I really appreciate it. And I it's amazing the results that your clients are getting. I mean, to reverse, I mean, we can't say cure, right? So to reverse um, <laughs> diabetes type two and to have someone to not only lose weight, but like have so much energy that they can start a business. That is just exactly. life changing. Mm -hmm. So we're going to come back in a minute and talk more about how people can work with you. Perfect. All right. So tell us all about the gut tuna. Okay. So as you know, I believe that all disease begins in the gut, but so, so does all health. And so when your digestion is in great shape, then you're going to also be in great shape. And so what we're going to do is over the course of 30 days, with using an app, we're going to get your, your whole gut and digestive system back in tune. So it starts with an evaluation so that you know exactly where you are. It's like a little checklist. We'll tell you where you are. And then we go through those 30 days with what you're eating, um, there are a couple of supplements that we add just to heal you. So a specific probiotic and something to actually heal your gut. Um, and then they'll follow all of that. And then we do that for 30 days, give you menus. Everything is, is pretty much done for you. So, um, meal plan and everything. And so that's 28 days of really looking and healing your gut so that you can know specifically what foods are good for you, what foods don't agree with you and um, you know start healing from within wow that sounds fabulous so all right and i'll just put the the link for that below thank you okay. so much okay back to the the, Re the replenish me show has sponsors one of our sponsors is biz of we that is biz of women entrepreneurs paulina lopez is the founder and the main master mind brain behind the Biz of We. And she has an upcoming summit called the Biz of We Summit, October 4th in New York, New York. This is a day where you get community tools and tips on how to promote your business and really create a, a community surrounding your message and purpose. She focuses mostly on face-to-face, in-person business, and all the women in this community are highly expert in everything that they do. I can attest to um, the type of people that she draws, and I recently attended one of her uh, wellness retreats in the Dominican Republic, which she has every year. 
the beautiful thing about that is she only selects 25 women to attend that retreat from her in-person network. So you want to attend the Biz of We Summit so that you can get to know and be part of the community and possibly benefit from going to the wellness retreat. Again, that is Biz of We in October 4th, and that'll be an all-day summit. You want to go to bit.ly forward slash Biz of We Summit to get your ticket now. And now back to the show. All right, now we're back. So you have this gut tune-up program that is 28 days. Tell us all the deets. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited about this one. Um, and because I, as I believe that not all disease begins in the gut, pretty much, but then so does all health. And so when your digestive system is in balance and in tune, then you're going to feel better. You're going to balance and optimize your weight, whatever that is. You know, if you need to gain weight, if you need to lose weight, it's going to be optimal for you. You have decreased bloating. You have more energy. It's just a wonderful thing. And so for over the course of 28 days, using an app, it's literally, you do it all on your phone. We're going to figure out for you what the best foods are for you to eat which foods you need to be avoiding because as I mentioned before, you know, sometimes something that's healthy for someone else is not so great for you. So you'll be able to do that. Um, you'll send me a little snapshot of what you're eating and we'll communicate on that app so that we're, there's a back and forth. There'll also be a, um, a Facebook group where we'll continue to kind of get, uh, you know, to know what we're doing, get information and everything. Um, and it also, you'll be able to follow your mood, um, you know, how you feel specifically by, by following what you're eating. So you'll know that say, if you eat, you know, uh, say a cheese sandwich on this day, and then the next day you have brain fog, you'll start to put those links together. And so that's the, that's the cool thing um, about following it this way. And then by the end of the, the 28, 30 days, your, your gut is back in where it should be you know what you should be eating. I meant to say also that we do use a probiotic to kind of get your, your gut flora, those bacteria that are normally in your gut, get them in the right order for you to be the healthiest that you can be. So I'm really excited about this whole, um, you know, the whole gut tuna we'll be doing. Wow. That yeah. sounds like something, I think even I would take part of that. Okay. Cool. So thank you for that. I'm, I'm, I'm sure like many, many people would love to know what's going on in their bowels. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds funny, but we need to know, you know, and yeah. actually that is the very first step. I should have mentioned that we start with a, a little uh, evaluation. It's just a little checklist and it tells you exactly where you stand right now with respect to your digestion. And, you know, depending on where you are, whether it's in great shape or whether it's in not so great shape, but wherever you are, it lets you know so that you can then go to the next step. And that's what health is all about, taking that next step forward to getting better. Yeah, absolutely. It's really been a pleasure to have you on the show. So I know you have like a lot of really exciting stuff coming up this fall. And so where can we find you? The best thing to do would be to go to my website. Everything will be there. 
and that is www.premierwellness.com. And Premier is spelled P-R-E-M-I-E-R-E, and then wellness.com. And every, all of my events and things are going to be on there. Okay, perfect. So any final words of wisdom to top us off? Yeah, the, the, the one thing that I, I try to get out to all of my clients and people that I work with is to honor, to understand and honor that you are a unique person and that your physiology is unique and that you need to find a plan that is main, you know, based mainly for you. So don't look for cookie cutter stuff. Don't look for what everybody else is doing. Listen to your own body, listen to your spirit and figure out what is best for you. And you can do that. Thank you for that. It was such a pleasure to have you on the show. And ah, <laughs> conversation's over, but until next time. Thank you so much, Kadelia. This was wonderful. I enjoyed this immensely. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Replenish Me show. Remember, sharing is caring. So share this with a friend. I'm sure that you've benefited and you've learned something new. Now it's time to implement and be the beacon of light that you're called to be in this world. With replenishing thoughts, until next week. Good night.